Hey there. My name is Aubrey Henderson. I'm a self-worth coach and professional calm in the chaos. I believe that when you're feeling stuck in your life and you can't decide on the next right step, that getting some perspective or a pep talk from someone outside of your shoes can be an absolute game changer. This podcast is that pep talk. Every week, I'll share my responses to listener questions, real life coaching sessions, and interviews about topics that you can connect with and learn from. All things that will help you to reconnect with your own self-worth and inner goodness and vision for your life so you can feel great and get shit done. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey babes, welcome to this week's episode. So I am excited because today we have a listener question on what is possibly one of my favorite topics of all time, which is sex and intimacy. And because we're experiencing a very specific set of circumstances right now, globally, this question is of particular interest to me right now. And so I'm excited to dig in with you today. Um, Now, remember that you can always submit a question of your own anytime. And uh, you can do that by sending me a DM on Instagram. You can send me an email. um, That's hello at AubreyHenderson.com. Or you can fill out the contact form on my website, which is AubreyHenderson.com. And I will answer your question on an upcoming podcast. Okay, so let's dive into the question for today. Hi, Aubrey. I have a somewhat personal question. Since mid-March, I've been staying inside my apartment and haven't seen anyone who doesn't live with me. This is good. I'm glad that you're doing that and that you're able to do that. I live with my long-term partner and we've both been laid off from our jobs. So we have been spending a ton of time together. It's actually been really nice to get to be close to each other while scary stuff is going on outside. His presence is really comforting to me, and we've had the chance to watch a ton of movies and shows, cook new things together, and just be together. There's only one problem. I have no interest in having sex with him right now. My friends are talking about all the sex that they're having during this time being home 24-7 with their significant others, and I just cannot relate to that at all. My partner and I have had what I consider to be a healthy and fairly active sex life until this point, so this has never been a problem before, but I just have no interest in sex right now. Zero. Am I crazy? Is this normal or totally weird? Do you have any tips to help get me in the mood for sex? Okay, Um, so this question is interesting to me for a lot of reasons. One, um, you know, I've been thinking a ton about intimacy and about pleasure um, during this time of being physically disconnected from most people. Just, you know, that's something I've been turning over in my own brain and my own experience. And I also, you know, I also live with my partner. We live with our three small children from ranging from ages five to eight. And so, you know, this makes some kinds of intimacy more challenging And then it also, at the other end of the spectrum, means that I get a really healthy amount of hugs and kisses and snuggles in a given day, okay? But still, I think that this moment of social distancing that, you know, all or most of us are in 
it brings into pretty stark relief the importance and the significance of intimacy and the ways that we typically achieve intimacy and kind of the methods for intimacy that have been kind of, you know taken off the table for the time being. And so all that to say, I've been thinking a lot about this idea of, of intimacy right now and how it feels different right now. Um, so you're not alone in, in things feeling different is what I'm, I guess I'm saying with that. But, you know, before anything else, let me say you are not crazy. So the answer to am I crazy is no, you are not crazy. And there is nothing wrong with you. Okay, this is a bananas time. Also, you, you said you both just lost your jobs. So, you know, the, right now for you all in particular and for everybody across the board, this is a time of such huge uncertainty. Okay, and if you're like so many people, I would imagine that you, and then you, you don't talk about necessarily whether your partner is wanting sex and you're not, but I imagine both of you are juggling a lot of emotions right now. So it could be grief, could be fear, <clears throat> disappointment, anger. And, you know, I'm not sure about you, but for me, those are not feelings that particularly inspire me feeling sexy. <laughs> you know, they actually make me kind of want to crawl into a hole and hide or be, you know, comforted and soothed. And so it feels totally normal and understandable that you don't feel like having sex right now. Given all the things that are happening, it makes total sense that the idea of having sex is not the first thing you're thinking about or even that it, you know, it feels a little bit like something you actively don't want to do. And also, to be clear, it would also be totally normal and understandable if you did want to have sex or if you wanted to have sex more. Because for many, many folks, sex feels good. It's, that's kind of the whole point of it. It's pleasurable. It can be comforting. It can be soothing. And so, yeah, if you're home alone all day with someone who you like having sex with and you're bored and you have more time on your hands and you have privacy, then it makes sense that you would use that free time to have more sex. So both sides of that coin make sense or some combination of the two. I think there are you know, quote, arguments for, for both realities and why they make sense. So your friends that are saying that they're having all this sex right now, that also is normal and fine if it feels normal and fine to them. So all of that to say, any way you'd be experiencing this is, is normal. Literally any way that you personally feel about sex is normal and fine. You know, at least that's my perspective. I think as long as you're getting consent, as long as you're keeping yourself and others safe, then do what feels right for you. And in that moment, or in this moment, doing what feels right for you means not having sex. And I think too, like it's it's just totally normal in life in general, right? To go through seasons where your libido is lower, where you just are less interested in sex than you were before. And, you know, that can be like confusing or you're not sure why and like so, you know sometimes that can be tied to other things but sometimes you just are going to be less interested in sex and maybe it's because you're preoccupied with other stuff who knows but it happens to people for lots of reasons okay and even even absent this you know global health crisis that's happening and so I would just across the board give yourself a break there um, not wanting to have sex for a couple of weeks is not something to be worried about in my opinion, um, especially 
just given everything that's going on in the world right now, I think it's understandable that you're probably a little bit preoccupied. And this isn't the first thing on your mind. And also for what it's worth, you don't ever have to have a reason not to not to want to have sex. So like it never has to be like, I don't want to have sex because like the because is not required. I think, you know, it's just that's what you're wanting or not wanting full stop. And so I, you know, I was, I thought a lot about this question. I got it um, probably like six or seven days ago. And so I've been thinking about it. And, you know, in addition to kind of just my instinctual response to it, I wanted to, you know, source some other experiences and perspectives because I've had like little conversations and pockets with people about kind of what sex and intimacy is like for them. And so I turned to my favorite place, my Instagram stories, and I asked folks how they're experiencing sex and intimacy right now. And I heard things like, you know, one person said, it's nice to not be exhausted at the end of my work day, but working from home and being in sweats and constantly unshowered doesn't make me feel particularly sexy, (laughs) which is real, right? We've taken away some of the things that like make us feel exhausted throughout the day. Like I know like for me, I I think about I'm not commuting anywhere. And that's something that was like totally exhausting and draining to me before. And so, you know, what this person says, I relate to, like you've kind of taken away that draining factor. But then also we, many of us are in comfier clothes. Maybe we have less of a motivation to bathe. And so things that, you know, take away from the sexiness factor. Um, You know, someone said it's just a weird vibe right now. It feels weird to be intimate inside when outside we're making this huge effort to be distanced and separated from others, which makes sense. Um, I'm afraid of getting my partner sick or vice versa. Also makes sense. Also is important to keep in mind. Um, I think the current public health guidance is to not be, you know, if, you're, if your partner is seeming ill to like be distancing yourself from them even within your home, like maybe not even sleeping in the same bed if they have symptoms, um, maybe having them in a separate room, using a separate bathroom, things like that. So Certainly, if there's the fear of, of getting each other sick, that is going to be a big factor. Let's see what else. Um, someone said, I've been trying to wear a lot of new lingerie to spice things up. That is fun. That, I mean, I think, so if, you know, if somebody is trying to have more sex and is looking to inspire some kind of spark, this person could have some good advice for you here, wearing new lingerie to spice things up. Oh, someone said, I'm in a new relationship and don't live with my partner and I need to touch him, but I can't. And put they put need in all caps. Ugh. I just like I immediately have like an instinctual like physical pain reaction to that like that would be really hard. Um, and I need to touch him, but I can't. And phone calls do not equal intimacy for me. So this is a person who, um, you know, is not not enjoying the phone connection moment. Um, feeling a lot of pressure to have sex daily because we had intimacy issues we were working on before this happened. So, you know, this is, can I can see how this could kind of be like a pressure cooker for, you know, if you were trying to work through some stuff with your partner before, um, before this happened. And then now suddenly you are home with them 24 seven constantly, you know, have heard a lot of people say that this is either, you know, causing them to 
kind of get to know their partner in a different way or connect with them differently and more meaningfully. For some people, it is creating challenges because kind of like the closeness and the inability to like be away from each other is really hard. And it sounds like for this person, there may be some added pressure because there were intimacy challenges before. Um, My partner and I are both less interested in sex, but our non-sexual touch, like cuddling, kissing, sweet talk, gratitude, etc., is off the charts. That's lovely. That's also other kinds of intimacy besides sex. Um, And then sex has taken a back burner to parenting and survival mode, and I'm okay with that. And I think that that last piece of that last one, and I'm okay with that, is the key part, right? It's about tuning into like, you know, what what feels right for you and what you're okay with and what feels good. And so, you know, everyone is in a different place with this. I mean, I think from those responses and from this letter writer who talks about, you know, kind of where they're at versus where their friends are at, everyone is kind of coming from a different place and is experiencing this differently. And so I think giving yourself and, you know, giving your partner some grace is really important here. You know, recognizing that folks are processing this experience differently, that everyone has a different relationship to sex and what need, you know, sex fulfills for them. And everyone just has different needs. And so that includes you. So really tuning into what those are. And, you know, I would also just remind you, letter writer, that sex is not the only way to be intimate with your partner. And so I think that, you know, other ways of showing affection and intimacy can be just as important and just as comforting when shit is really hard. And this, you know, this letter writer talks about, you know, we've been spending more time cooking things together, watching movies together, just being together. And those are forms of intimacy too. Okay, like sex is not the only way to, you know, create intimacy with your partner. And so, you know, for me, for example, it's really nice to have my wife be, you know, quote, at work, but, you know, she's working from home. So she's literally just in the next room, which means that I can like pop in there and give her a kiss between her meetings. okay, or like give her a hug or sit and chat with her, be close to her. It's also nice because, you know, I could shut the door and not go in that room for a few hours. And so we can like have some space from each other and actually miss each other which is also nice. And I think it's really about having a balance and knowing what you both need. And I also think for the folks who are, you know, listening to this, who are like, well, I'm isolated separately from my sexual romantic partner, or maybe someone who's not really focused on the sexual romantic aspect, but is more focused on cultivating platonic intimacy. I think there are applications here for you too. I think there are ways that this applies. And so You know, I think overall, it just pays to be really connected and tuned into your own needs as much as you can and to be really aware of what feels good to you right now in terms of, you know, how you want to stay connected to people, whether that's a partner, whether that's a friend, whether that's family. And so again, to use myself as an example, you know, for me being on a Zoom happy hour every night or you know, spending all day on, you know, group FaceTime calls does not at all spark joy for me. And it actually just like adds stress, makes me feel anxious. It, it It's too much. And so 
I am not trying to spend my days on video conferences, y'all, sorry. But I, you know, what I do like to do and what I do prioritize is that I have a couple of folks that I send like Marco Polo's back and forth with, um, you know, which is if you don't know what Marco Polo is, it's basically like a, it's like a video message app, but it's not like FaceTime. So you don't have to like call somebody and have them be present at the same time as you and have a conversation with you right there and kind of drop everything. It's instead, it's like you're sending, you're just sending people a video message to watch and respond with their own video message whenever they get a chance, which takes so much of the pressure off. And it's nice because I can still, you know, get to see their faces and hear their voices. You know, I have a friend who I text with pretty much all day, every day right now. And the conversation is like it cycles mostly through like us sort of checking in with each other's emotional state at the moment or sending pictures of what we've most recently eaten or music that we're listening to, or like a video from our roof. And, you know, things like my family group text where, you know, my family texts daily in this group chat and like sends photos of what we're doing that day. Or like my, you know, my siblings who are all essential workers are sending like photos of themselves behind plexiglass at the grocery store. My mom is sending photos of her thermometer when she's taking her temperature. That's to me, like the kind of intimacy I'm looking for. Those are the kind of things where it's like low pressure, respond when you can or when you feel able to, but consistent and consistently checking in and having it be sort of ongoing. And I think, you know, at this point, that's what I've decided feels the best for me. And that took some figuring out, right? There was a moment about a month ago where I felt like I was on, you know, tons of Zoom calls. One week I had like a Zoom meeting or get together, happy hour, small group or whatever, like every single night one week. And by the end of it, I was like, why am I so fucking tired? And now I've reached a space where I'm like, I might have one or two of those a week, right? But I mostly fill my week with the kind of intimacy that feels good to me. And that's what's important. And that you know, that I know how to ask for that, for what I need, that I am aware enough of it and comfortable enough with it that I've accepted that it is what I need and I know how to ask for it. And knowing how to ask for it is its own kind of intimacy. You know, being able to state to people, this is what I need and this is what would feel best for me. Okay, so to summarize, no letter writer, you are not weird or crazy. Not wanting sex right now is normal. (laughs) Um, Wanting sex right now is also normal. Uh, Please only have sex with a sexual partner that also lives in your household, please. And um, if your sex partner or partners live outside of your home, just remember that uh, phone sex is still a thing. Zoom sex probably is too. That's fine. My partner lives inside of my home, so that's not a thing that I'm thinking about right now. Um, and then just be mindful of what kinds of intimacy feel good for you right now and follow that, you know, just don't be afraid to lean into the things that feel good for you and don't feel like you have to seek out things that don't feel good for you or that don't feel important because, you know, whatever feels good 
whatever helps you feel connected, whatever helps you feel comforted and safe right now is fine. It's totally fine. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review, and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy, worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson, and I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty rad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes.